the clock has started. episode 142 recording on june 1st 2021 uh, my name is zach anderson this week we are going to be discussing the big news from the week pre-3 has begun we're just a few short weeks away from the e3 shenanigans and news is happening there's lots to discuss and not with me as always no that's not right uh not with me is Mr. Shannon, I'm not here more because, uh, hey guys, this week was been nuts and uh, we all kind of went through some things this weekend and, and events happened and stuff took place. So we are now recording this on Tuesday when we usually record on Sundays and that did not work for Mr. Shannon more. So he will be missed this week, but don't worry, he will be back next week. But I have with me. As always, Mr. Justin Time Carter. Justin, how you doing? Dude, my back's been fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, um, I tried. Well, so for starters, it is officially summer here in the lovely country of Arizona. It's it's been summer for about a month, right? Yeah, but like it's like 8 a.m. I went outside to pick up dog shit out of the yard. And it was already like 88 degrees outside. And I did like maybe a fifth of the yard. And I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> My back hurts. I I, I feel lightheaded. <laughs> I, think I, saw, I think I saw it's supposed to be over 100 every day this week there. Yeah, correct? I mean, it's already broken 100. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were out running around yesterday and it was a fucking 102 outside. Like give it give it to uh, about end of June. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we're gonna start hitting like the one one ten. See, like Phoenix, Arizona, for the most part, and I don't count Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona is its own beast, but Arizona, for the most part, is beautiful. Like four months out of the year, and the other eight months is just like this horrible hellscape. Where... No, dude, it was awful. And then, like I said, it was so hot, and I was just like, dude, my back hurts. And we went to the feed store, and I got one of those. It's like this little metal tall. It's like a little flat shovel thing, and it comes uh -huh. with a rake. So uh, I yes. can, like rake the dog shit into the thing, so I don't have to bend over. I'm like at that point the, in my life. The proper pooper scooper is yeah. what you got. Yeah, yes. I got a little like pooper trough to. Nice. Well, sit there because normally i just put on um a pair of i have a pair of gloves that i wear and i just pick the dog shit up with my hands but kind of gross i'm getting gross. yeah i'm getting a little too old for that though i mean I, I i think your back is trying to tell you that shit is disgusting and you shouldn't do that so and, you know I'm, I'm 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 going with your back here on this i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna back your back in its power move here so, uh, but yes, yeah, so, <coughs> excuse me, um, 
as I said, we were recording a little late, but a lot happened last week that we kind of wanted to touch on, because um, I'm sure more is going to go down this week as we get closer and closer. Um, the uh, oh, One of the things that wasn't on the outline, but I wanted to see what you thought, Justin. Did you catch the Far Cry 6 trailer? I actually did not. Oh, it's it looks pretty interesting. Like, I mean, it's very much Far Cry. Um, the the villain, and I'm blanking on his name right now, the guy that's in Mandalorian that has the Darksaber, Giancarlo. Yeah, uh, Gus from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Um, he's he's the protagonist in this. He, he comes across very menacing and very, very cool. Um, I'm a... I took a break from Far Cry. I played three and four. I never played five. And, uh, well, because I played Far Cry Primal, too. So by the time five came out, like, I was just way burnt out on Far Cry. I, I think I'm ready to go back in, though. I'm, I always loved the Far Cry games. It's just something about the setting in five never really appealed to me. And then I heard it was kind of a, a mess when they, when it was released, so... But I think I'm I'm back for for more tropical Far Cry action versus you know Montana. So we'll see, and that's what's interesting. Like I've honestly the only Far Cry game I ever played was three, and that mm-hmm. was back on like the PS3. And I liked it. It's just it's one of those game series that I feel like it suffers from what happened with Assassin's Creed, where totally. It became very popular very quickly, and so they started to pump games out and basically oversaturated the market. And then a lot of people started to copy it too. Like you know, like a lot of games came out not not full on Far Cry clones, but there were pieces of Far Cry that started to pop up in lots of games. And and yeah, so that that whole I agree with you. That whole thing just kind of got oversaturated. I think is a great way to put it. Yeah, and then they kind of had to, like, pull back. And then, I mean, even if you think about it, like, as of, like, what's kind of over the last, like, couple years, um, like, open world games kind of as a whole have kind of been hit for, like, the, you know, like, not, um, you know, not, what's it called? The taking care of, your, like, your time, not respecting my time. There we yeah, go. Yeah. For, like, doing that and just, like, kind of putting, like, fetch quests like this and stuff. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know, Assassin's Creed was knocked on it and not so much, like, these, like, current iterations, but I know, like, the early before Origins and stuff, like, it was getting really heavy with a lot of the same, like, repetitive quests and stuff like that. So it's going to kind of, I guess, be interesting to see if they change enough in this, like, what they do to kind of fix the problems that people have been complaining about for, like, the last, like, couple years with games like them. And, you know, do you view having to kill four rhinos to make a wallet a problem, or is that a good thing? Because I go back and forth with those games, when it's, like, it's so ridiculous and stupid and laughable that, like, oh, you need to slaughter, like, eight of these endangered animals to increase your wallet capacity. (laughs) Like, Like, I think it's one of those things where it's, like, you have to lean heavily into it. It's like Resident Evil. Like, it knows what it is. Like, if you're going to go that route, then you need to really lean heavily into the absurdity of it. And otherwise, if you try to 
go half in, half out, then it's not going to hit the same. But if you go all the way in, then the people who are there for the ridiculousness are going to love it. Which, you know, I, I can get behind. But yeah, I think I think it's been, for me personally, a long enough break that I'm kind of, I'm ready. You know, like I'm ready for, for Far Cry. And, you know, Valhalla didn't hit the right notes for me. I bounced off Valhalla probably after like 12 hours. It just, I couldn't get, I couldn't stick with it. And so the, the Ubisoft formula hasn't really worked for me since Odyssey, I guess. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be re-energized. You know, we got the new consoles. I got the new hotness. Give me, give me something. I think is where I'm at. You're like, give me an excuse to look forward to an Ubisoft game again. Right. I mean, I, and maybe we've talked about this before, but I think, you know, I think Ubisoft on a whole kind of gets a bad rap because they, they have a formula. They pump out a lot of things. But any one of those games, if you aren't completely burnt out on them, are usually pretty solid, good games. It's just they make so many of them that it's like, you know, by the time they roll out, you're like, uh, who cares? And, you know, if Odyssey hadn't have been this, like, 180-hour ridiculous Assassin's Creed game, I probably would have been way more into Valhalla. But Odyssey wasn't that long ago. <laughs> so when they dropped Valhalla out there, which is another... 180 hour long Assassin's Creed game. It's like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Thank you. But no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, I want, I want a reason to love an Ubisoft game again. That's, that's right. Um, oh, no, they said October 7th for Far Cry 6. So that's going to be a right in the holiday window. So good to see. It tells me they've got confidence in it. Yeah, you know, like this is going to stand up with the the rest of the holiday slate. So yeah, they didn't they didn't do that. Like, yeah, it's gonna come out January twenty third. Don't worry about it. You know that that sort of thing. Um, well, I guess the other a couple of big things happened in during the week. Did you see any of the Sega Sonic thirtieth anniversary news that came down the wire? Um, I didn't, but I was. You posted the link in the thing, and I was sitting there. Look, I see like they're doing Colors Ultimate, which I don't think was Colors the one that was on the DS originally. Colors was the one that was a Wii exclusive. Oh, that's right. Okay, I knew it was a Nintendo console. I couldn't remember. And you know, most people would say that Colors was probably the best Sonic game before Mania came out. As far as like that was the uh, one that they were like the return to form. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It seemed to have the best, like, critical reception, but it was Wii exclusive, and and truly Wii exclusive. Like, the only way to have played it up until this game gets released September 7th is you had to have a Wii hooked up. <laughs> you know, like, there was no eShop way or downloadable way to, illegally, anyway, to play it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, they showed a good trailer for it. It looks really impressive. Looks it looks very pretty. It moves very fast. You know, it does all the sonic things you want. So, I, I think it's like, unless yeah. you're turning into a werewolf or swinging a giant sword, is it really a Sonic game? I mean, Werehog. Werehog. <laughs> My bad. Werehog. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it doesn't seem to, you know, there. I don't see any Shadow the Hedgehog shooting guns or anything. I 
I think that's amazing, though, is for an entire generation of people, the Sonic the Hedgehog character is just known for awful games. Like, so bad they're good games. And it's, you know, like, does anyone under, like, say, your age have any recollection that, like, those first three games were amazing? Like, they were really good. You know, like, Sonic 1, 2, and 3 on the Genesis were fantastic. And... And even, well, there was uh, 1, 2, 3 in CD, which are getting re-released, actually, as a collection called Sonic Origins. Um, but then there was the first Dreamcast one, too, Sonic Adventure, which was pretty good. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. You know, like, that first level was amazing, and then it kind of fell off. Dude, um, what's funny, did you ever play uh, Sonic R? That was the the racing game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> like, all right. I kind of like it. it was all right, but it's still fun. Like, I don't know why, but like as a kid, like out of like I mean I because I played the hell out of one and then Sonic and Knuckles, mm-hmm. and then R because I got like a three pack or something from my grandma. It was like that, and then Sonic three, and then Sonic R, and I used to play Sonic R, and there was this one level where it was like a. Almost like a NASCAR, like, sort of racetrack-looking thing, but it was, like, really cloudy and rainy, and I used to love, like, the song for that level. That was, like, my bot. Nice. Nice. The, um... I've, I've... Depending on the price, I could be tempted to get Sonic Origins just to go through 1, 2, and 3 again. It's been probably 20 years since I've played those games. <laughs> I remember them fondly, but... But as we've discovered... Justin, sometimes games you remember fondly should just be that, be memories, you know? It's hard to go back sometimes, so. Unless it's Super Mario Sunshine, then it's your 2021 <laughs> game of the year. It's your just warm blanket that you wrap yourself <laughs> up in. You're like, oh, yes, all these shines, yeah. Um, it's not, no cat suit, though, so it can't be your game of the year. You're um, right. Just, just saying. Um, so the biggest thing that I was excited for this week was Sony showed the they had a state of play where they showed Forbidden West, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. Sorry, uh, it was 14 minutes of gameplay and it essentially took you through like a whole opening section that ended up in a uh, a like essentially like a mini boss fight with. A uh, large elephantine uh, oilophant-looking Lord of the Rings thing, and uh, it looked pretty impressive. Like that game looks really cool. Like Forbidden West, it showed a lot of fun things. I I, I like the creature design. You know the the elephant oilophant, whatever it is that they showed, really played. It showed growth from the the original creature design, you know, where they had the, like, kind of raptor-looking things the first time. These things legitimately just look like raptors now with, like, (laughs) new heads and bodies and stuff like that. Uh, They showed a whole underwater section that looked stunning. That was my big takeaway, was the more they showed this game, all of it looked impressive. Like, there were... There were action sequences that legitimately looked like cutscenes while they were happening. And... It it made me very excited for just like what we can get or expect from you know this generation of console because 
like damn like some of that stuff was crazy i also love how they just stole like link's uh leaf glider out of zelda and we're like yeah aloy has that now don't worry about it yeah like like, thanks thanks good guy nintendo yeah yeah that was a great idea we're just gonna throw that in our game awesome thank you uh uh, can you go, you know, mark some things on your map and then light up on the <laughs> world? And uh, here's a stamina bar and no, 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 no. But um, yeah, so my my only thing was I kind of didn't need to see 14 minutes of it. I mean, I, I knew two minutes in that I was going to buy the game and it just seemed like you're showing me a lot. Like, save me. I, I'm sure they're saving a lot, but it's like, man, you didn't need to, you didn't need to, like, go that hard on it i don't know what are, what are your thoughts on that Justin? like it's one of those things where i'm kind of like the same way with movie like trailers nowadays show a lot like there's like and mm-hmm. you get like it's not even like you just get one trailer you always get like the cinematic trailer the gameplay trailer the this and that and then ones that have like comments but it's like if i'm interested in something it's just like with resident evil like the first like there's demos and stuff and it's like yeah i played yeah. the first demo and i saw like the first trailer and i was like i'm gonna play it yeah i don't want to know what's going on like i you're gonna get my money congrats you sold me on it yeah i don't already, need to convince me any further <laughs> i'm already paying you just stop please um no it's a great point but uh it, it, well let me put it this way. Did this convince you to pick this one up? Are you? Is this now further up on your radar? I mean, I was always going like I um, I played a little bit of the first Horizon Zero Dawn. Megan's mm. the one that actually played. I mainly watched her play it, and mm. she got like all the way through. Um, she still hasn't played the uh, DLC for the first one. It's, but it's challenging, it, and not necessarily in the fun way. It's one of those, like, oh, you just made something hard to make something hard. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I know she'll definitely want the new one. And, uh, and you know, that was that was my game of the year that year. I, I freaking love Horizon. I played, I played it to death. I played every aspect of that game I could. Um, and, and the DLC. And this was one of those ones, as soon as they announced it, I'm like, yeah, sure, can I just order this now? Like, you're, <laughs> I know I'm going to buy it. So, uh, but yeah, everything everything I've seen since then has been impressive. But I also call, call into question, why did they do this when it didn't end with a date or release window of any sort? Like, they were just like, we'll tell you more later, thanks. And like, left. And I'm like, 2021? 2022 (laughs) what are we doing here like what's going on um so that that kind of was weird to me it's like why would you show all this if you're not going to tell us when it's coming out yeah i'm almost wondering if like maybe they're saving that for e3 since that's right around the corner i hope so but then why do it unless maybe you don't want to have this as part of your e3 show like you don't want that peak interest or something yeah they might like they might have shown like a bigger kind of like in-depth thing for it now and that like it might not be as long of a thing like they might just do like a quick like cinematic thing and then just be like here's the title here's the date like which at this point that's all i want (laughs) that's all i want i've seen enough i've seen enough you don't need to show me anything else just give me the date like i'm good let me know when pre-orders go live. Um, 
And then uh, the last thing we'll touch on from the week, and then we'll get moving on, is uh, so E3 announcement from Microsoft, where they said they are going to roll in Bethesda into their main conference. So it is going to be a joint Microsoft-Bethesda conference. And it is going to take place June 13th, 10 in the morning. So Sunday, June 13th, 10 a.m., you are going to get a 90-minute-long conference, which is Microsoft and Bethesda Game Showcase. I'm a little confused why they're calling it the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, because Bethesda's just Xbox now. Like, that's all just Microsoft. They could have just said the Microsoft showcase like while that's true i think i almost think they had to do that because microsoft paid a lot of money not just for bethesda but the bethesda name yeah as well so it's like if you paid that money for that company they're gonna use the name of that company to especially when it was a company that had its own presentations at previous e3s and stuff i think that way they also kind of nip the question like is Bethesda like going to be either by doing that it already answers that question that it's sure. like they're going to be together? Okay, when you put it that way, that makes sense because yeah, like you could say, you know, the Xbox or Microsoft Games Conference, but saying Microsoft and Bethesda, which means Arcane, id, Machine Games, Zenimax, Bethesda, and Tango, like that sounds a hell of a lot better, yeah. especially when you're trying to sell people on oh, yeah, Xbox is all about bringing games now. Like, we're going to do games, games, games. Because that's the, I mean, you know, here we are. It's been, what, (laughs) five, six six years since the Xbox One, and that's, like, the main criticism still is where are the games? And, you know, if, say, say Machine Games rolls out Wolfenstein 3, it breaks out, you know, I don't know, the next Doom upgrade. Or Quake. Quake has been rumored forever. Yeah. You know, like, if it's Wolfenstein 3, Quake, Starfield, and, you know, whatever Arcane after Deathloop's game is, that's, all of a sudden, you got, and all of that's exclusive? That's, like, a legit lineup, real fast. You know, and, and assuming Microsoft is going to go heavy on Halo. Which, oh, yeah. You know, they're, like, Guys, we got the demo from 2021 this time. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 totally. We we actually got. Uh, sorry, that was the uh, Xbox One demo roll from the last one. Our bad. Here's here's the one that we actually meant to show you. Um, do you think they're they'll roll out Forza? Like, it's hard because it's like I want to say. Yes, but it's also hard because they're not going to have a stage to wheel a car out onto. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what they're going to do. And Zach almost spit his drink yep. everywhere. Damn it, Justin. Uh, I was taking a big swig of soda right when he was like, oh, they're not going to have a stage to roll a car out on them. <laughs> I mean, if they really want to win E3, they just need to make a 10-second trailer with a new wallpaper for Elder Scrolls 6. I mean, and it'll be on the front page of every gaming site within 10 seconds. Or just Starfield. Starfield. They could do it with Starfield. Yeah, no one's Star- said anything about Starfield in years. 
Yeah. And if they roll out like, hey, this is what Starfield is. Like, there's there's all the speculation that it's going to be like an Outer Worlds kind of game. Fallout in space. Uh, you know, is it going to be a Mass Effect kind of game? Like, no one knows. No one has any idea what this game actually is. Everyone just wants to talk about if it's exclusive or not. But no one's actually talking about, like, what the hell is it? Dude, I was actually thinking about it the other day, too. Like, there were certain games from, like, E3 past where I was sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, dude, where the fuck's Beyond Good and Evil 2? Like, are they yep. still even making that? That was, like, eight years ago. Uh, uh, they announced it uh, 2017, I want to say. It was 2017 yeah. when they announced it. So, yeah, that's four years ago. And it, it's just been... Yeah, we're just not going to talk about that one anymore. Moving on. Yeah, even on the other Xbox one. So that one year at Xbox, they showed Sea of Thieves and then that other Pirates game. And yeah, then the, the uh, half black sails or like whatever it was called. No, no, no. It was um, it was the Ubisoft one. It was the Ubisoft Pirate game. Yeah. Uh, which looked awesome. It looked like they just ripped the sailing out of Black Flag. And like made a game out of it, and I was like, "Yep, I'm here for this. This is rad." And, and then you never saw it again. <laughs> whoosh, gone. Um, but there's been rumors though that uh, we might get uh, Cuphead DLC finally, because that's been rumored. That's one of yeah, those things that's that been got... a long time in the making too. The rumor, I, the rumor I was reading though, was that it's been so long because they're breaking it out into a new game. That. And turning it into a whole sequel, and like I'd be down for that. Cuphead was freaking amazing. Like, like the, I could see that. I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts about like the the bigger things they've announced but haven't shown anything of? Like, you know, your Hellblade 2s, Fable, Perfect Dark. Like, do you think we see anything of those here, or is this just stuff that's going to come out this year and we're not going to talk about it? See, that's what's hard is because like. Especially with um, uh, the Hellblade and stuff. like That's what they ended the show on the one year. That yeah. was like the big thing. So it's like, I feel like that's like one of those games where they're not just going to like brush over it quickly. Like I could see them brushing over Fable. Like they've done that in the past. Yeah. And, um, that, and, that, and you got to feel that one's really far along. Like that one's like probably a year or two away still. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I wouldn't like. I would like to see more uh, for Hellblade Two and stuff. And you gotta imagine they'll do a big Game Pass push. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's like the new thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm guarantee you they're gonna probably talk about. You know, it's just a matter. They've already started phasing out Xbox Live and stuff, and just combining oh, yeah. into Game Pass and stuff. So it's only a matter of time before that like a hundred percent like just merges together into games with gold. And Xbox Live and whatever just becomes one service. Well, and I I could see where you have pre-existing games, not necessarily games that are you know announcing or new, but like that could be a big deal coming to Game Pass though. You know, like if they let's say they come out with like some sort of you know Blizzard or Activision deal where now games like Overwatch and stuff are in Game Pass. Like, that would be a huge deal, you know, or... Yeah, or Game Pass First, something like that. Yeah. Like, Which they used to do that all the time or whatever with Call of Duty, where it's like, oh, like, 
this like DLC is going to be on. It's on Xbox first for like a month or whatever, and then it comes out on PlayStation. Microsoft would come up to them and be like, "Hey, can we get Call of Duty on Game Pass?" And they would just look down their nose and be like, "You don't have enough money. Like, I got. I don't. I don't care how much you have. It's not enough." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nah, nah. Like, we want all the money for us, please. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I uh. I'm, I'm, I always I fall for it every year. Every year I'm always like ah E3 bah. and then like the calendar hits June 1st and I'm like yeah E3 yeah. let's go. You like wake up your alarm goes off like, <laughs> like Christmas morning. Yeah yeah totally. I feel I totally feel like that holiday season is upon us. I'm stoked to see announcements. I'm ready. I'm, I'm I like the little drip feed we're getting right now. Little things like you know like oh here's a horizon gameplay here's some bullshit sonic news like <laughs> oh ubisoft still making far cry that's still a thing like you know like I, but but I, the whole time i'm like these are just the tremors the big earthquakes are coming like yeah. this is just this they is just announcing fluff out of the way yeah yeah like mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you is coming this is just the little bullshit jingle bells that's getting played before you know before the whistle tone comes and dominates your holiday. You're like, I, my body's ready for Just Dance 2022. My body is ready. No, actually, my body is absolutely not ready for Just <laughs> Dance 2022. I'd be in a cast very shortly. Um, well, all right. Should we? I, I'm bummed Shannon isn't here because uh, we're, in our weekly consultation, me and Justin need to tell you good listeners out there about our experience with a little game called Second Extinction. Yeah. And uh, I, I got stuck working late. It was a whole thing where we were like, oh, this game is out. It's it's like squad-based combat against hordes of mutant dinosaurs. This looks rad. Like, all right, I'm going to get home from work, and, and we're all going to go play this together. Uh, so we're all on the Xbox, downloaded it. I got stuck working late. Justin and Shannon were playing uh, for about an hour before I could join them. Uh, I get on and I'm instantly like, my texts are basically like, this game is insane. Like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. Like, what what is going on? I get on, still excited to play. Like, I'm reading them as like, dude, this game's insane. Like, this game's rad. <laughs> and I get up, finally get the headphones working. And uh, the tone I am greeted with is not like, this game is so much fun, strap the fuck in, this is going to be good. It is like, man, this piece of shit. And I'm like, wait, what? What? No. Oh, God, what did I was wander into? Uh, So, Justin, why don't you tell these good people about your and Shannon's experience before I joined you? Yeah, so, you know, we had played Diablo the week before, and there was talk of maybe playing Diablo again next Friday to, you know, keep the trend up. And Shannon was like, I think Shannon was the one that recommended it, that was like, hey, you know, there's that one game on Xbox Game Pass or whatever with the dinosaurs, maybe with three players, maybe we should play that. Yeah, it was absolutely Shannon. Shannon yeah, was the one that was pushing it. Definitely Shannon pushing it. So, get on. Let me just start with before the game actually even started. So me and I joined, I create a party or whatever on Xbox. 
me and Shannon are in there talking. I go to start the game, and before I could even get through the menu of the game, I'm greeted with a, like, oh, you got to sign up for the whatever whatever play account thing, or you don't have to. It's totally cool. Which, I fucking hate those. Like, Ubisoft yeah. jams all that shit into their game. All yeah. I'm like, I don't want to sign in with the Ubisoft account. I don't give a shit. Like, just let me play the game. So I say no, and by clicking no, it immediately crashed the game, like, out of Xbox. And I had to reboot the game. It was, was mad like, at you, dude. Yeah, like, they were like, oh, you don't want to join our play account, whatever? Fine. Be that way. You don't get to shoot dinosaurs. So I get back in the game. We start playing. Now, mind you, Shannon had been playing probably for like an hour or so before I even got on. So Shannon had already done like a mission. He didn't beat the mission, but I get on. So I'm like, Shannon's like, yeah, I've been playing or whatever, getting a feel for it. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then you can take the lead then since you kind of know what we're doing. And so I was like, "Uh, where are we going to go? And he's like, oh, let's uh, go over here. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I was here before. But uh, I got my shit wrecked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so y- you know it's hard then. So for yeah. the first mission, you pick somewhere where you literally got murdered. And he's like, yeah, well, I want to see, you know, with just the two of us, if like it'll be better. So we go. And at first, you know, it's pretty typical. We're running around. There's like little points on the map that you have to run to. The mission that we were doing, uh, there's only like six or seven kind of like mission type sort of thing. This one was... There was, like, helicarriers, and you have to, like, go to the carriers and first open the doors, and then there's, like, weird boogery crap, like, on the wheels of these planes, and you have to shoot it, and then, like, get the planes to leave the hangar and then go to a radio tower and then basically defend the radio tower uh, while hordes of dinosaurs while you're, like, repairing the signal or something. And you have to do that, like, four times to then go to the end of the point, whatever, we get extracted out of the level. And at first, everything was like, no, it's like you're just shooting dinosaurs. There's some, like, tough ones, some big rolly things, but it wasn't too bad. Until we get to about the first hangar, where I open the door, and I'm greeted by about 25 dinosaurs that were hanging out in the hangar, and immediately my frame rate goes from, like, 60 frames down to about a solid 5 frames a second, as I'm shooting bullets, the sound is clipping out, and <laughs> I'm trying to run away, but the dinosaurs just follow you, and there's just more dinosaurs. Like, more are just coming. And I'm realizing, like, running away isn't fixing this. Like, I'm having to kill dinosaurs just to get stuff off the screen so that my game will quit lagging so hard. Shannon long since abandoned me. And wasn't even trying to do the mission. He was just running off, doing whatever, killing dinosaurs. After I told Shannon numerous times, I'm like, yeah, we probably have to just do the mission. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm just going to go over here. Like, what? And it's like, you can kill dinosaurs all day, but there's no end to them. There's, and there's no, like, cap where it'll say, hey, there's 30 dinosaurs on screen. Let's call it a day. No, like, there's 30 dinosaurs on screen? How about 20 more? Yeah. Can, can, can I interest you in another 30? How about that? Yeah, yeah, so me and Shannon are playing, and we we finally beat the mission after 
dying multiple times and finally meeting up with each other, me convincing Shannon to just fucking come with me so that we can get the planes out of the carriers and go. It's very Left for Dead. It really wants to be Left for Dead, but it's not Left for Dead. And so we did the first mission, and then Zach had like just got home, so we mm-hmm. waited in the lobby for him. And... <laughs> And yeah, like Zach, Shannon was messaging Zach the entire time about how bonkers the game was. And Zach finally gets on. I was like, how is it? And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, it's not that great. And like immediately, like three minutes into the mission where it's the three of us, Zach's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, so uh, Diablo 3 yeah, or yeah. Gears, like I'm down for damn near anything else. I'll play fucking racquetball at this point. Yeah. Like, So, so. A little context in that. So we pick another mission. Like, Justin and Shannon both are like, this mission sucks balls. We're going to do another one. Because you can pick, like, four different ones. Yeah, there's the... a couple different. Yeah. Which, But the description of the mission doesn't actually really tell you what you're supposed to be doing. It has, like, a paragraph of, like, some story bullshit. But it doesn't actually say, like, this is your objective. This is what you're going to be doing in the mission. So it was hard to pick missions. And so we pick one where you're basically doing like a resource retrieval for because uh, humans are apparently all in space and you're like a scout team going down to the planet to help out some scientists that are down there and bring back resources or something so we're, we're going from place to place getting resources shooting the random dinosaurs as they come across and then we get to this one outpost area where uh you go into the cave and then you realize the cave is like full of dinosaurs and there's, oh no, but there's like an ankylosaurus, which they are trying to treat you as like almost like a mini boss for this fight. Um, and then you're supposed to get explosives, call down explosives, get, pick up the explosives, set the charges on these p- pillars, blow up the cave. That's like what you're supposed to do. We call down explosives, set the charges. We none none of us ever get the signal to blow the charges. <laughs> we go through the entire cave, every pillar, thinking like, "Oh, we must have just missed the last pillar that we're supposed to put charges on." Meanwhile, the game is that one ankylosaurus has become five or six ankylosauruses, and uh, in this game, like like Justin was saying, it very much wants to be Left for Dead. So, like Left for Dead has witches that. If they spot you or you wake them up, they call in the horde. These, uh, the dinosaurs have watchers. And the whole time, the game is telling you, kill the watcher. I see a watcher. You need to get that watcher before the... And meanwhile, you're, you, there's so many fucking dinosaurs on the screen, you can't see anything. <laughs> and at one point, and, and I'm killing watchers, left and right. Like, but they aren't you know, like that, that the thing of keep killing watchers keeps playing. And I finally told Justin and Shannon, I figured out why when I got managed to escape the horde, get up on a ridge and look down, there were like 12 watchers to go with the five ankylosauruses. And meanwhile, there's a swarm of others in there with that. So like, there's no way in hell you could ever kill all the watchers because they're over spawning everything. And you can't run away, you can't escape, and it won't trigger the event you need to move on. So we eventually just quit that mission. 
and we did one more. We're like, okay, one more mission <laughs> just to see, like, Zach's dismay. Yeah, I, I was ready to just uninstall right there. I'm like, I'm done. Like, we're good here. Um, but they convinced me to do one more, and and here was the best part. So we do one more mission, and comparatively, it was pretty boring compared to everything else. Uh, but we beat it. We got on the escape craft we got out of there and then an achievement pops and not only achievement but a rare achievement we literally compete completed one of the four easiest opening missions in the game which apparently is only something nine percent of players have ever done which tells me 91% of people that play this game never complete a mission because they're just like, fuck this and uninstalling it. That uh, I have the, I'm, I'm wearing that achievement with pride, Justin. I want you to know, like that's a badge of honor right there. So, and then, so we're talking about like the actual in-game mission gameplay. So outside of that, for the upgrade screens, not only oh, that, so you, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So not only like while you're the thing that when you kill dinosaurs, your incentive for killing dinosaurs is you get like dinosaur pieces, which you use to upgrade your like weapons and like gear and stuff. So to upgrade your gear after like a mission, whatever your your screen, you there's not just like, oh, I can buy better like fire rate or better like recoil or this and that you have to buy these squares that are like you have to buy a thing in order to even like buy a spot to upgrade your thing so it's like first you have to buy buy, you have to buy like upgrade tokens yeah you have to like buy the privilege to upgrade a spot so it's like you're paying for the token to do the upgrade and then you actually have to then use your resources to buy the upgrade and then once you have an empty spot for the upgrade you basically have to take that token and place it in the upgrade hole it's like a whole process i'm like why like you're basically buying every upgrade twice because you're having to buy the right to upgrade something and it's just like dude it's this weird like you could tell they wanted to have a like make this a free-to-play game and have that be the currency system or something, but they never replaced it when it wasn't a free-to-play game. I I don't know what it was, but it it was the final straw for me where I'm like, I'm never playing this again unless there are massive updates. Like, Yeah, and like everyone's ultimate move that you could do, like all three of us, none of us <laughs> knew what the fuck our ultimates did. Like I kept doing yeah. it and I thought maybe like, oh, my fire rate's more powerful, I'm stronger. I did it probably like a dozen times and each time I'm like studying like everything I'm doing to try and figure out what my ability is actually doing. And I had to wait until we were done playing to actually like read it to figure it out. And I'm like, dude, I don't even think it works. (laughs) Like I I don't think my ability actually ever did that. Yeah. I, again, it is in early access, but I feel it, I feel bad shitting on the game this hard, even though it deserves it. It absolutely deserves it. But the running, the gunning was actually pretty fun. Like, the the dinosaurs look good. Like, the world they built out is kind of cool. If they could figure out the spawn rate 
if they could like there's essentially when you get in the shit there's no way to like crowd manage at all because they just keep spawning things over and over and over and over and so you can never get ahead to like do the mission actually um so like with with some crowd management tools or or you know programming to to lighten that load up for players and actually make the game i don't know fun uh it, it, there's there's a game there that there's a version of second extinction that's rad like that would be a great game for you know the three of us to get together and mash through dinosaurs and collect things and do stuff it's just not there like not even close right now so i i definitely would say if you want a good laugh go ahead and check it out but man i can't recommend anyone play it at this point so after we got done playing, I asked you, and I asked Shannon too, but since he's not here to answer, he'll have mm-hmm. to answer next week. If this game was not on Game Pass, like how much, like how mad, like what's the dollar amount that you would have paid for the game mm-hmm. and felt like mad that you paid that dollar amount for this game if it wasn't free on Game Pass? Uh, Anything... At or above twenty nine ninety nine. And it, it, if it was below that, like if I had paid twenty bucks for the game, I would have been like, "Fuck, I blew twenty bucks." But it, I would have been okay because it was. I know I'm buying a budget game at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything over thirty, now you're getting into that like, okay, this actually needs to be a real game, <laughs> and and I'm now pissed at you. You know. So that probably would be where my line of of where I would actually have like real feelings about it. But uh, below that, I would be like, ah, that sucked. That was a waste of money and move on with my life. But like if I'm paying $29.99 and got that same experience, I'd be like, these motherfuckers just stole 30 bucks from me. Like, you know? Yeah. I, and I can't tell you why. Like ten dollars, it seems like a weird amount to like make that di- distinction, but it absolutely is true. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I was like, I think you were a little more nice than me. <laughs> um, yeah, for I was gonna say like basically like ten bucks. Like if I paid ten dollars for it, like and it was like would early you be upset? Would you be upset? You'd be like, well, no, not for ten. Like, but ten dollars was like like my point of like if i paid ten dollars i'm like okay like i'm out ten dollars like i'm probably never gonna play this again but i wouldn't really be mad but i think you're right it's like actually i don't even think it's 30 like like that 24.99 price point is i think where it's like all right like it's not 19.99 anymore it's like that extra five dollars is what just chaps my ass (laughs) totally it's like if, if I'm paying over 20 bucks, I feel like there should be something substantial there. You know? Like, <laughs> and there are so many free-to-play games on the market now that are way better than this that it's it's not... It, it, it's not 2011. It's not like, oh, well, this is a small team, and they're just trying to figure out their way, and we're all just trying to help them. Like, nah, bro, all the free tools exist. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this all stuff has been on the web for a decade now. Like, you should be better than this. Like, you have playtesters. Negative Space has a playtester. Like, there's people that would tell you, Justin, this shit just ain't fun. 
dude. Like, uh, at all. Like, fix it before people actually play this. Yeah, it's like someone went on the, like, Unity Asset Store and bought, like, a enemy creature spawner for, like, 20 bucks. And, like, was reading the instructions for, like, oh, how to change the different variables for it. And was like, I'm not reading all this shit. And then just threw it in the game and was like, uh, well, yeah, is it pretty frequent? Yeah. I was like, do I know how to fix it? I could probably figure it out, but I was just going to leave it as it is for right now. Do I know how to fix it? No, I'm trying to still figure out how to make the special attacks actually do something. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, that that was that was a vast disappointment because I wanted that game to be rad. Like it looked super fun, you know, and and just to have it fall so flat on its face was pretty rough. Yeah. So needless to say, Shannon will not be picking the game for this Friday. No, no. I'm I'm waiting Justin's call for this Friday, but um, I picked Diablo three, so Shannon picked Second Extinction. So Justin, you're up to bat. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I was like, that's it, you, me, Shannon, and a party of for Fall Guys. <laughs> okay, I'll play Fall Guys for days. Dude, I like I'm Fall down Guys. For Fall Guys, like, well, I've seen some videos for like the new kind of like season three and stuff with like the yeah. big Yetus and stuff. I'm down for that. Alright, we can do that for sure. And I figured out uh, that Pixel Life's Twitch page, so we can stream it from Dude, PS5, too. So, alright. So, yeah, Second Extinct... Did Section... Sit, oh, this I'm was, so oh, mad, I can't even so say mad. the fucking name of the game anymore. Like, Justin, was Second so Extinction disappointing? Yes. What's more disappointing, though, is the only good thing to come out of section, Second Extinction was the fact that Shannon was recording on his little Elgato card. He said that from the beginning. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm recording this. He said it, like, five times. And after we were done playing, like, the next day, I was like, man, out of all that footage, I could probably make a pretty fun, like, 12 or 15-minute, like, video just, like, clipping together, like, the mission me and Shannon played and then the one all three of us played with just, like, the cave getting swarmed. And I was like yelling at dinosaurs and running off on my own and zach and shannon were giving me shit for abandoning them and so i thought that would be fun so i was like yeah you know shannon like send me uh if you send me the footage i can probably edit together a video and stuff and shannon's like oh yeah Justin, let me Justin uh i was so so excited to get like 40 minutes of me just like it would be the zach side cut of just every time i was like Ugh. Yeah, well, uh, the video would have started uh, with Zach going like, so, yeah, I'm willing to play uh, Gears of War, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. That's how the video would start. But so I was excited, and Shane's like, yeah, let me check and see what footage I got. So I was like, cool. About an hour and a half rolls by. Shannon hits the group text. Yeah, so uh, I didn't record anything. Mm. And I'm just like, dude, like you had one fucking job to record, like, how hard is it? I know it's not hard because I've done it before. You just hit a button and it records the footage. Like, oh, man. Justin was so mad. I know, because that was the one good... And it's one of those things where it was fun, but it's not like... I'm, I know Zach is not going to go back and play it again in its current state. So it's not worth it. Like I don't want to go back and play it again just to get like... 15 minutes of like haha footage it's not worth my time but uh the world really missed out on that one yeah so i i will tell you something i played that is good real quick 
Remember uh, when uh, Mike was on the show and he was telling us that Maneater was actually really good? So Maneater came to Game Pass, and my uh, my kid's been wanting to play it forever, so we downloaded it. Uh, guess what? Maneater is fucking fantastic. Like it is so dumb, but so great. Like, yeah, I mean, everything you've heard is true. You play a little shark that eats stuff to grow up, and as you grow up, you're also like mutating, so you get like electric teeth and like poisonous fins and you can mix and match it all and, and meanwhile you're like murdering people left and right and killing freaking sperm whales and orcas and shit and like and, and at one point you become kind of amphibious so you just flop around on the land and like murder people like <laughs> it's so dumb but I, I can't stop playing it. Like I'm I'm fully in I beat we beat the game. We beat the game in a day and a half because like between me and my son we couldn't stop playing Maneater. And now I am in the like I need to clear the map phase. I'm going to hundred percent this game because I can't I just can't stop. And it's fantastic. Like I want there that's what I want at E three. Give me the next man Maneater two. Let's go. Like I'm I'm so on board. Maneater two same- electric boogaloo. Yes, Maneater 2, The Secret of Views. Let's do this. Um, it it essentially is Grand Theft Auto Shark. Like, my kid plays this stupid iPhone game called Hungry Shark World, where you play a bunch of different kinds of sharks and you just murder as much things as possible. And it, it, someone, it's like someone saw Hungry Shark World and went, yeah, that's cool, but what if we set it in San Andreas? <laughs> and and it's like that same type of like crackhead energy that San Andreas has, you know, like it's it's fantastic. If you have Game Pass, I can't recommend it enough. It's so good. It's so damn fun. Like not it's not quite the same type of vibe as Power Washer Simulator, but it's <laughs> it's up there. It's really good. And yeah, I've still been playing Power Washer Simulator. That game is amazing. It's, it's totally become like my nighttime chill vibe. I get a cup of coffee, sit at the computer, fresh and wash some stuff. Oh, that guy's house is filthy. Well, we should fix that fence. You know, like power washer simulator is gonna be shaking up Zach's uh, 2021 game of the year, Liz. Oh, it'll be on there. It, it's fantastic. Like you, you laugh now, but you watch when power washer simulator is a top five game. <laughs> Who will be laughing then, Justin? Who will be laughing then? Uh, yeah, so that's that's all I've been playing, though, is Maneater and Horrible Second Extinction. So what what about yourself? Um, I played, I actually, on, I think it was Saturday, um, in, like, the morning and afternoon, I spent, like, an entire day pretty much playing Resident Evil 8. Oh, nice. Which was nice since it had been a minute since I got to play. So it was funny because when I started the game, it's like the typical, like, dude, I don't even remember what I was doing. Right. Because it had been so long. So I was trying to, like, I had to um, boot up a Let's Play. And I got to, like, right where I remember being last. And I was like, okay, where did, where was I needing to go? And I'm like, okay. And, like, refreshed my memory so I could, like, keep going. And it's great. It's still great. It, that <laughs> game does take some turn like i got to the point where there's definitely some uh turns in the plot mm-hmm. for the game that i was like all right like <laughs> i see i was like genuinely shocked at like what was happening um, all right so 
it was cool. I think I'm almost done. I think I'm definitely like probably like 70, maybe 75% of the way through the game because I beat. That's what's so wild to me, too, is like the one thing that really surprises me is kind of like the pacing of the game in the sense that like for big goth mom vampire her like her area takes like like easily like two two and a half hours or whatever to do Mm -hmm. and then for the second boss it legitimately takes like 30 minutes to do like her area and then the third boss again takes like another like 30 40 minutes to do and then from what i understand the fourth lord takes like another like two and a half hours so i just think it's interesting because which i don't hate that though because like the those two for those two bosses in specific like the each boss kind of has their own sort of i guess like theme or like what you're doing is different for each of them like the second one it's like the the puppet chick and stuff so it's like kind of creepy house very silent hill which I thought was really cool. You have, I can't wait for you to play it, and I want to hear what you think. Cause there's some very uh, Silent Hill not only looking creatures, but like the stuff you're doing and where okay. you go is very Silent Hill. And That's then awesome. with the third boss, that entire like area and boss fight is straight from Resident Evil 4, which was oh, nice. great. So yeah. I really like that. So I'm like excited to kind of see like what the like fourth lore like how that boss fight goes so i'm uh i'm super excited to finish that like i've just been creeping my way through it because i just i don't have that much play time when little ones aren't around you yeah. know so it, but yeah i i'm i'm hoping that this weekend is going to be like the the weekend i just finish it because i i have a feeling i'm from what everyone tells me, it's like, yeah, if I can just grind it out in, like, the course of two, like, four-hour play sessions or something, I can yeah, do it. Yeah, because, but... like, the video I was watching to um, remember where I was was a complete playthrough video, and it was literally nine hours long. Okay. So Sounds good, then. And I, like, kind of looked, I skipped through the video to, like, where I ended my game to kind of see, like, where I was at, and I was at about like the like about the seven hour i think like six hours 40 minutes like seven hour mark so i have about so you are almost like at the end then yeah so i have like i think about like two two and a half hours left sweet um and then the other game that i played this week was also on game pass um i had been watching like some of the like games done quick like run-throughs and stuff for like Castlevania and Symphony of the Night. So I was in like a real big Metroidvania mood. And I saw they had like a little Metroidvania section on Game Pass. And they had, it's called like Toho Luna Nights. Um, And the people that make it, it's Team Ladybug. And they're the same people a few weeks back when I was talking about the uh, uh, War Labyrinth the Labyrinth game that's a Metroidvania, whatever, that's the same team. This is the game they made before that game, which is very apparent while playing it because, like, a lot of, like, 
um like the way the menus work like some of the different they reuse some like certain like icons and stuff like Mm -hmm. that for certain things so it's like very clear like a game they made but like while playing it i can kind of you can tell that it's definitely a game that came before the wonder labyrinth because i think wonder labyrinth as a whole is a the better game and you can kind of tell like this is where they like i got their stride and they basically like took that game as a learning experience to make Wonder Labyrinth. Um, You play as, like, a little anime girl, and you have, like... I'm assuming, just like Wonder Labyrinth, I think it's based off of, like, an IP that already exists, like an anime or something like that, but I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. And you have, like, the ability to stop time, but your, like, ability is kind of fucked up at first, so you can't stop time at first. You can only really, like, slow it down. And then eventually, like, once you kind of get into the game a little bit further, you kind of regain the ability to fully stop time. And uh, you throw knives. That's, like, your main weapon is you throw, like, a bunch of knives, and it uses your magic power. And it kind of has this, like, uh, system where it's, like, when you get near enemies, but without actually hitting them, you kind of, like, can heal yourself some. And then if time stopped and you do the same thing, instead of HP, it heals your MP. um but yeah it's pretty cool like i mean story wise i'm not like i don't really give a shit about it i'm not like that invested in it but it's very much like a metroidvania like you have the map you have the breakable like hidden areas um backtracking once you get like the double jump and the stuff that they do with stopping time is pretty cool like uh they do some really unique stuff like there's this one part where there's water and you have to stop time so that you can run on top of the water as, like, a platform. But what's interesting is, like, uh, like if you were in the water and you froze time, because it becomes solid, you're stuck in the water, so you can't do anything. But there's some ways you can, like, manipulate it to where, like, if you splash the water to where, like, it raises up on one end and lowers on the other and then jump out and then stop time real quick then you can jump on the higher wire. So it's like now the water's elevated even higher. Um, so it's like you couldn't even just running across the water to jump up onto a ledge. It wouldn't work. So you had to like manipulate the water and then freeze it to then be able to get to that like higher elevation. So they do some cool stuff with that and some other like puzzles and stuff where like time is stopped, but there's like red cloud shit that when you hit it, it fucks up your ability to stop time. And so you have to like dodge that stuff while frozen in time mm-hmm. and like stop certain things, like hit something and then like freeze it in time to use it as a platform or something like that. So they do some like unique stuff with it. So it's pretty cool. I'll probably, I think if it's anything like Wonder Labyrinth, that's probably pretty short, but for being free on Game Pass and stuff, it's a fun, if you're, already played like all the good super good like metroid is and stuff it's a pretty decent metroid so you're saying when i get through with uh man eater i should i should check it out that's what you're saying i'm saying if like you've already played hollow knight and you've already Mm -hmm. played bloodstained and symphony the night and you want to play a metroid (laughs) i'm I'm sitting here going like "Uh uh-huh yeah 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 okay (laughs) yeah you can play it <laughs> and and Ori, if you've gone through Ori as well. Yeah, exactly. Like um, there's way better Metroidvania, so I'm not gonna say that it's a great Metroidvania, but it does scratch the itch if you've already played all the really good ones. 
Hey, hey, Justin. So Hoko Life releases tomorrow. That's the Steam Animal Crossing yeah. clone we were talking about. Go to the Steam page real quick and look at it. They totally changed the look of it. What? Did they? I mean, it's it's still very similar, but it is nowhere near the one-for-one clone it was. Like, like check I mean, out the check out the opening movie they have. And it's like the main character body design looks different. Like the arms and legs are a lot longer now. Oh, there we go. I was spelling Hoko wrong. I was like, let's see here. Yeah, the arms and legs are a lot longer. Uh, the creature designs look a little more anthropomorphic. They're not so Animal Crossy. It's one of those like, like wow. I mean, I knew they wouldn't be able to get away with how it was. They just wouldn't. So someone, someone either proactively got a hold of this guy and was like, "Hey, you can't do this," or I'm guessing some lawyers issued some letters and were like, "Hey, for reals, you can't do this." Uh, but yeah, it totally does not look like dude. They yeah. cut they cut the big cat head thing completely out yeah. of the trailer. Yeah. But yeah, see what he's I mean? Not even, the, he's not even people. in any of the screenshots anymore. You see how the people look now? Yeah. Dude, it makes me want to like look up the original trailer on YouTube or something mm-hmm. and like reference it, but dude, that's wild. So I mean, it's wild, but at the same time, like good on that guy for being able to make those changes and keep his game up. But, uh, but yeah, you knew that wasn't going to exist in its form. So yeah, he's like sitting there in his bathroom at home and then like a SWAT team comes like propelling through the vent in his bathroom and hit him with the old cease and desist. It's a me lawyers. (laughs) And he's like, wait, I didn't do it in the, what? And like, hits him in the jaw. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and then they run out the window and it's all do 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 do. He's like brushing his teeth. What? Huh? <laughs> this is great. Um, well, I guess that is all we got for a show. It's a quick one today. Just uh. Need to hit some news and had to share our second extinction experience with the world. But uh, so we're out a few days late this week. But thank you for sticking with us. We should be back on time next week. Uh, you know, barring catastrophes like this week. But you know, we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. We'll get something out there. Um, so Justin, why don't you go ahead and uh, land this plane? You know what, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to our little pre-E3 episode that we had here. I know we all miss Shannon. Um, as you, some of you might not know, Tuesday night is his night where he dresses up in his full fursuit and goes in the VR chat and hangs out with his real friends. So we could yeah, take... Not, not his fake ones like us. Yeah, not know. his fake one. Like Only real friends get to see him like that in the virtual world. Uh, but... You know, thank you guys for listening. If uh, second, you want to second second life for everyone else, first life for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want, you can uh, 
head over to the Discord, you know. Uh, Shannon's username is at Ugg Shannon. And, you know, ask him ask him to send some pics of him in his fursuit. You know, and then that way he's forced to listen to the episode so he can get the reference. And um, on the Discord, me and Mike and Carlos were sharing memories of awful 40s we've been drinking. So, or had been drinking in our youth. It's, uh, Mike made a reference to, uh, Mickey's and I was like, uh, why can't I taste that sentence? Like, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to talk about alcohol, I was like, we were also talking about, uh, some like ice cream popsicles back in the Mike was saying how the last popsicle he had from like an ice cream truck was like in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I would agree with that. I want to say it was a Ninja Turtle with the gumball eyes. That's, that might've been mine. Donatello, if I remember correctly. Because yeah. it's better for some reason, you know. But yeah, if you want to head over there, you can talk about ice cream. I was like, we should have uh, some Loki spoiler talk in the spoiler yeah, coming one, pretty quick here. Only one more show until Loki drops on the ninth. So exactly. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So you know, give us a review. If you uh, are feel so inclined, if you listen to us on iTunes, and uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say this was kind of a bad show, guys. But hey, it'll be great. Oof. And it's my son screaming in the hallway for some reason. But wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. He's gonna yell about toast. Do me a favor and say, Robbie would say, be great. Robbie would say, be great. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's, there you go. That's a good ending. That's a good ending. <laughs> Evie going, Mario. <laughs> Mario and Toast. Mario and Toast?